Welcome to the Empowered Spirit Show. This is your host, Terry Ann Hyman. I'll explore the connection to the human spirit in a way that helps to navigate your life, including crisis. I am passionate about helping you to open up to your intuition and the metaphysical world of spirit to find your confidence in your own inner guidance. Take a pause, be inspired, learn ways to show up focused, centered, and more dynamic in your everyday life. Welcome back to the Empowered Spirit Show. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining me today. This episode is being brought to you by Forecast, located in Homewood, Alabama. Forecast is a hair salon on a mission to shape a movement in the beauty industry, focusing on education, fashion, and creativity. Forecast strives to train stylists with the latest in education to provide their guests with the latest trends. Follow them on Instagram at Forecast Salon or find them online at ForecastSalon.com. As this podcast goes to air, we've moved through the last new moon of winter. This new moon in March is all about going deep within your spirit. The Pisces new moon can help you to love and be loved. It can help you to heal past hurts and traumas, have a big loving heart and an open mind. It allows you to receive power from the invisible realm and circulate stagnant energy. It allows you the space to forgive someone you couldn't forgive before and bring closure to a dead-end relationship. The entire Pisces season allows for you to manifest what you envision. It's time to ask those questions. What are you avoiding? What can you let go of? And what would you like to manifest this spring? Spring is just around the corner. Finding that sensitive part of you, the wise wisdom that your soul offers you, is what Pisces energy is all about. It's deep, it's caring, it's loving. Just be careful that you don't take on more than your energy during this time. Knowing your energy, your truth, your voice, your spirit is so valuable. And that's where the rites come in to help you move through all this stuff. Rides being Reiki, Intuition, Tarot, EFT, and Stones and Crystals. Finding ways to tend to the struggles of your life with these tools can help add inspiration, amusement, and joy. It can free you from unnecessary stress that is going on in the world. I know it's been a rough few years. Some of us feel let down. Some of us feel dim in our own energy and vibrancy. But all of these cosmic forces and energy alignments can help you to find that part of your own spirit. All of this I talk about on my Energy Focus for the Week, which you can find live on Sunday night on Instagram and Facebook. We talk about what's going on, we align our energy, and we set intentions for the week, and I pull the tarot cards for guidance. Join me. And if you can't join me live, get on my email list, and you'll receive the Energy Focus first thing on Monday mornings. As we all move through these cosmic transitions, now is the time to clean up your energy with an energy clearing session. Schedule one in person or online. When you work with the energy body, it helps to release the old patterns and all that old stuff. Links will be in the show notes. When you start going within and connecting to your soul and your spirit, you will find your answers. If you're a strong, passionate person who's ready to take charge of your life 
and let go of the stories running around inside of your head. Let's talk. Let's talk about my Empowered Spirit private mentoring program. Warning, yes, this work will change your life. It can seriously improve your body, mind, and spirit. Side effects, yes, you may see yourself or others as they really are. You may experience loss of excess baggage, resulting in major life changes. You may become the person you're really meant to be. My Empowered Spirit programs can help you upgrade your spiritual path. You'll learn lots of tools, energy healing techniques, and ways to center your energy, as well as ways to get rid of the energy drain. You'll be able to raise your vibration by learning Reiki, and you'll be able to remove any of those limited beliefs that hold you back. Now is a great time to learn something new. Schedule a spiritual upgrade breakthrough call with me and let's talk about how my programs can help you. And yes, be on the lookout for my next 21-day challenge, Radiate Your Light in 21 Days, coming up as we start the spring season. In today's episode... I wanted to start off the month honoring International Women's Day. It was through Instagram that I happened to meet Rachel McKee, who has been working on this amazing project in honor of International Women's Day. The project is called Messages from Her and is launching on Kickstarter on March 8th. Rachel has spent the last few years of her spiritual path exploring the intersection of creativity, growth, and spirituality. And this latest project is one manifestation of that ever-changing journey. In this episode, we talk about questioning what it means to be a woman, the oracles, powerful women, spiritual guidance, the breath, and accessing your own intuition to inspire you to take a step forward with these powerful 44 women supporting you. Before we begin the interview, let's take a moment to pause, to breathe, and set an intention for where you are right now. So wherever you are, if you can, close your eyes. Taking a nice deep inhale and exhale. As you inhale, presence your spirit. Call it in. Exhale, dropping the awareness right into the heart. Connecting with the greater spirit, source, creator, however you look at that. Right into the very center of your heart. Know that you are known. Know that you are loved creating a sacred space for this work, for your life, for your path this week, calling in the masters, the teachers, the archangels, the crystal beings, and your own spirit guides. Let us call forth all of these amazing women who have helped us and guided us through this life to where we are right now. Taking this time to be very present, here we are in the last phases of the winter season. With the teachings of the medicine wheel, we find ourselves in the direction of the north where we go in deep, we find those visions and dreams to bring them forward. Honoring the directions to the north, the east, the south, and the west, above you, below you, right into the very center of your heart, setting an intention for where you are right now. And allow those elevated emotions from your heart to raise up, to vibrate out all around you. 
Setting your energy for this time right now. Inhaling and exhaling. Taking one more deep breath. As you start to bring your awareness back, coming back, blinking the eyes open. So my guest today, Rachel McKee, is a lifelong student, writer, poet, artist, and businesswoman. She is also a breathwork facilitator. She holds a BA in communication design and ethical business that she has used to help solo entrepreneurs to Fortune 500 companies develop ethical business strategies, improve design and presentation, and dramatically increase clarity, market placement, and profits. Rachel has over 10 years of extensive studies and our certifications in breathwork, yoga, leadership, spirituality, and philosophy of many genres. She has and continues to study with some of the leading teachers in their respective fields, such as David Elliott, Kristen Warner, Rod Steiker, and Lisa Wimberger. Rachel is currently on hiatus from holding one-on-one private sessions as she brings this new work out into the world, her Oracle deck, Messages from Her. So let us welcome Rachel to the show. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, I'm very excited to talk to you. I really am. And then I know you have a lot of stuff to do with your day-to-day work and all, but we're really here to talk about your your newest work and something that's come out most recently for you, Messages from Her, your Oracle deck. So I want to just kind of ask, like, what led you to the Oracles? Yeah, yeah, well... You know, there was a time a few years ago where it seemed like everywhere I went, there was an Oracle deck. You know, I would go to a friend's house, I would go to a coffee shop, I would go to a yoga class, and they were just everywhere in so many different forms. So um, they, I feel like they just kind of came into my life. I got a few as gifts, and then I ended up having a few favorites of my own. And I probably had my own personal practice with them for maybe a year or two before I came up with the idea to create my own. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can ever have too many decks. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> I read both oracles and tarot, and just produced my own tarot deck this year. So I definitely can understand that how you start to see them everywhere, and there's so many different ones. So talking about the oracles and talking about your particular deck, messages from her. Tell us about that. Yeah. So you know, one day I was um, using one oracle deck, and I just had this random thought pop into my head, which was like, what if I had an oracle deck that featured real modern women um, and just how impactful that could be for me being a woman myself, right? And then maybe also how impactful it could be for other people who wouldn't necessarily have as much of an experience with an Oracle deck, but might know some of these women. Yeah. And I think Oracle decks as tarot decks too, I think sometimes people have a misunderstanding. And one of my purposes for getting my deck out there too, was to really kind of open up and make it less of like a hidden secret or you have to be special or it's just woo, right? Like it really is a tool to help us go within ourselves and help us really ask some of those deeper questions. So I can understand that as well. So women today, that seems to be the focus of your deck. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that process. Gosh, um, you know, it seemed like 
a few things collided at the time that I started it. You know, I had a teacher ask me what I thought of being a woman and how I felt about being a woman. And I realized I hadn't really sat down too thoughtfully um, ever in my life about that question. And so once that question was asked, it seemed like there was just lots of different information coming into my life about some powerful women. And I started noticing what was happening for me when I would like hear a certain song by like Beyonce, for example, that's a really easy example, right? I'd feel so much more full of energy and vibrant. And um, so at first the women I picked were just kind of consistently coming into my life. And I began to pay attention to their, like really kind of what I felt like were the most dominant qualities that I felt from them. So I just started making lists of amazing women. You know, I mean, these projects sometimes take a while to come together. They're just kind of percolating and you're not sure if you're going to work on them. And you're, for me, at least, I know I'm waiting for kind of like a sign to keep pushing me in that direction. So yeah, I really just started making lists of amazing women and the qualities that I thought were really inspiring about them. And after a certain time, it just began to get some momentum of its own. You know, I had this big spreadsheet and way more than 44 women, it was hard to, you know, choose 44. Awesome. I love to hear that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I understand about that. I know my project started with one of my students who was an artist because she did the artwork and she was looking for like an art project spiritual. And I was looking for someone to collaborate with. And just like in the middle of winter, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, let's do this fun project. And it actually became like highlights of my day when I would just yeah. say, okay, I'm fed up with everything, pandemic, all this stuff. Let me just go work on this and found my energy was so lifted from being creative and writing the deck and really working with her. And so, yeah, I, I can understand how it does definitely take a life to itself. So tell us a little bit about the artwork. Did you do the artwork? Do you have a collaborator? No. So I'm a designer and a writer, but I'm not an illustrator. So it took me probably eight months to find the right illustrator. Okay. Um, I tried a few out and then finally I came across this um, woman named Jazz. She lives in Australia and she's an amazing illustrator. So I sent her essentially like a few photos as a test project and she sent back the illustrations and they were perfect. So mm. I was so happy to find her. And that was all right around the beginning of the pandemic that we, um, that we got connected. And then we spent about a year back and forth sharing photos and editing and picking colors. And, you know, it was a, it wasn't a quick process, you know, it took a, a lot of patience, but I'm glad, really glad that I found her and that I, um, you know, that I took the time with it to really, just to really get it looking how I, how I really wanted to, and to feel like the illustrations really evoked the women themselves. So do you have some favorite women that have come forward? How do you look at each of those cards? Yeah. You know, I think depending on my mood and what qualities are coming out inside of me, that really impacts who my favorite is at any given time. Right. I think one of the ideas about this whole deck and these women is it's not just about the women. It's the idea that all of these qualities, all of these characteristics run through all of us. So if I'm feeling really rebellious, for example, I'm going to be more drawn to Nina Simone, who to me represents a rebel. It's her birthday today, actually. Um, I feel really consistently drawn to Cher, actually. Cher's card is all about like using your imagination to create whatever you want your life to be. And I feel like that's just, for me, an empowering way to live. So those are a couple of my favorites off the top of my head, but I could tell you a reason why every single one of them is my favorite. Well, that definitely gives us a lot to choose from for sure. So how do you propose people work with the cards? 
You know, I think that they can be really fun. I think you can sit down and ask a question and just take a moment, you know, just a a small pause and just go towards whatever card your hand feels most drawn to. You know, I think we have a lot of um, innate intelligence in our body that we don't always use for asking or answering questions. And so, you know, it can be really surprising. I'm sure you've had this experience where you draw a card and it's exactly the thing you needed to hear that day, even if you didn't want to hear that message. So, even if you didn't want to hear that <laughs> message, yes. Maybe especially if you didn't want to hear it. <laughs> um, but, you know, I don't, I, I think sometimes people feel like they need to have some sort of really um, incredibly intentional or sacred moment with a deck and you can do that. That's great. But I think there's also no wrong way to really use an Oracle deck. You know, you can take the cards with you. You can let a friend touch them. You can, you know, I think whatever works for you and whatever feels right for you is the way to do it. I definitely agree with that for sure. Now you're also a teacher of breath work. Do you advise using some of the breath work you teach? Do you give that as suggestions on way to start or do you not bring that in? How do you work with that? Yeah, I haven't merged those worlds, but um, I I do find that breathwork gets me kind of ultra clear and in touch with that intuition and that body intelligence as well. So I think they pair well, but I haven't necessarily like brought them together. I haven't taught since before the pandemic started. Hmm. Um, so this, I kind of pivoted from teaching breathwork in person to this project when you know, my studio shut down and all of that. So I spent the time that I was teaching um, and pivoted into writing. Yeah, I find they're both good tools. I really do. I'm a big one on pranayama. I use that as part of my practice. And I think it does help us to center and to come in to be able to ask those deeper questions and to sit quietly so that we can hear the messages. You know, I think we turn over the card, we go, oh, is this what this one would show us? I guess in your particular case, this woman would give us this advice. And I think it's particularly important that we really honor the women like you said, like a question was asked, like, what does that mean to you? And I think right now and where we're going and where we're heading, that this is an important question, not only for our own self, but for our daughters and our children and even our mothers, all that generational energy that we start to break some of those patterns so that we can stand strong in who we are. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, going through the, like, I had the idea of doing this project and I didn't realize from the idea how empowering it would be for me to learn about the lives of all of these women. And I really felt like, especially in the phase that I was doing research and writing, I just felt so much stronger in myself as a woman and so much more love for myself as a woman and just impressed with the things that women have done and the challenges they've overcome, the barriers they've broken. And, you know, it's, it's just really phenomenal. So what are your hopes for the deck? You know, that experience that I was just speaking to about like it helping me feel so much um, happier being a woman. I just want to share that with other people, right? Like I just want to help other people feel more of that, feel how capable they are um, through being in like through celebrating these other women. Yeah. Very important. And here we are coming to international women's day which is when this will air right before it. And yeah, I think it's a great way for us to really look at all aspects of that, look at the humanness of them, and also look at the spiritual mystical part of these women, these leaders, these people that have 
put themselves on the line in many cases and told their story and then had to stand up to whatever anybody else wants to say about them. Right. But yet continue to go on and continue to shine their light and have that path and be that inspiration for all of us. So I think it's a great way to get this work out there to empower women as well. And what a timely way to bring it forward for sure. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So how does this relate to, I guess I've kind of answered it, but how does this relate to spirituality, especially in our everyday life? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Gosh, I feel like there are so many different ways to answer that. Um, You know, one, I think anytime we slow down and get more in our bodies and in touch with our intuition, in my opinion, we're tapping into something related to spirit. Um, I think an Oracle deck is kind of a way for spirit to speak to us as well. You know, when we slow down and we pull that card, that card could be kind of magnetic to us because it has some spiritual charge. Yeah. And I think that's really important. I think especially too slowing down, having Mm -hmm. that spark of energy, having that presence say, wow, this really does resonate with me. And even like, wow, I didn't even really think about that. I think sometimes too, that can be very empowering to help us, especially if we're trying to make a decision or trying to figure out what's our next step. I think those are some of the ways that, you know, your deck can really help everyone. So not to put you on the spot, but is your deck with you? Can you draw a card for us? Sure. Yeah, let's see. Let me open up the box. Yeah. So just as you're listening, take a deep inhale. And Rachel's going to draw one of the amazing cards for us. Who inspire us all for International Women's Day. Right. (laughs) We got Madonna. Madonna. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What does it say about Madonna? So Madonna's quality is trailblazer. So the book, uh, every woman has a quote that she has said, and then an inspirational passage and then history section about her. So Madonna's quote is, I am my own experiment. I am my own work of art. And again, her meaning is trailblazer. So the message, the inspirational message is, Don't let the small ways that society has defined art and creativity confine you. Your life is your canvas and no one holds a patent on creativity and expression. You are being asked to go your own way, to change your style, your opinions, your needs, your jobs, your home, and anything else in your life that needs a shakeup. Do this as many times as you want or need. You don't need anyone else to lead the way or to show you what's possible. Break the rules, bend the norms, defy convention, pay attention to random creative urges and let them unfold as an experiment while remaining unattached to the outcome. I love that. No one holds a patent on creativity. Yeah. Yeah. Be a trailblazer. Yes, I definitely so agree. And just random bursts of energy and random bursts of creativity. And I think that's just such a beautiful message for where we are right now. As we start to open back out into the world, creativity and art and finding different means of inspiration is really, really important. So beautiful. And I love Madonna. I love Madonna for sure. Yeah. What a great card for all of us. So tell us a little bit. You're going to be doing a Kickstarter fundraising for this. Tell us about that and when it starts and all of that. So I'm launching the Kickstarter on March 8th in honor of International Women's Day, and it'll be running the entire month of March. Um, You can find more information at messagesfromher.com and a link to the Kickstarter um, when it launches on the 8th. 
And yeah, I'm excited about Kickstarter. It's nothing I've ever done before. So it's definitely a little bit outside of my comfort zone, but my hope is to really reach a, just a different kind of audience that's on that platform than I would have through some traditional ways of marketing. Yeah, I agree with that. And it's fun. I imagine you have perks, people contribute at different levels and they'll get something in return. Exactly. Yeah. So there's buying the regular set. Um, I mean, the the goal is to fund the first print run Mm -hmm. and you can buy the regular set. There's going to be a hundred copies that can get flown in early for people that want that. And then there's going to be some little extra, you know, surprises and goodies along with the, the book and the collector set itself. So the set itself has the deck and I saw you had a book that goes with it. Yeah, so it's a full collector set. It has um, like a magnetic collector's box. And when you open the box, there's a full hardcover book. And then under the hardcover book, there's the card set inside of a kind of like a velvety bag. So it's meant to be a whole kind of keepsake edition of the project. That is a lot of work. I definitely agree. But how exciting, how exciting to put it out there. Yeah. And I know for me, I, I guess my first fundraiser was when I published my book, Confessions of a Shower Tapper, and it made it real. All of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, you know, yeah. this is real. And then we did one for our first run as well on the tarot deck, the Empowered Spirit Tarot deck. So yeah, it helps us because we have to do the larger runs to get them printed. And it's not as easy as people think, oh, just make a tarot deck, right? <laughs> yeah. I imagine you can uh, agree with that for sure. Yeah. Definitely. I can. Yeah. Especially, I mean, you know, there's, there's a lot of little details that go into making these projects and you care about it, right? You love it. It's like a little, a little, a little baby project of yours. So you want to make sure it comes out in a way that is really going to inspire and help people. And once it's printed, it is printed. Yes, I know that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I actually got a couple of early run decks just to make sure. And I actually did find a couple of things like, oh my gosh, I didn't see this the first time around. Yeah. So that definitely helped. And I know for us, like Lori, my artist, Lori Hannah, she did hers all in watercolor. And so then I actually, I have a photography background. So then I actually had to shoot them digitally. Is that how y'all work too? So my illustrator is a digital artist. Okay. So that was handy. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, but I've had to learn so many different skills, <laughs> like photographing the actual project for Kickstarter yeah. and just, you know, like photo editing. And like, there were a lot of things that I was so, so at that I've had to get a lot better at. Um, that's not as much of the fun part as the writing and finding the illustrator, but um, you know, it's all, it's all a part of it. Right. It is all a part of it. And I agree. There was so much to it. And for me, it was all the creative process. And like I said, it was like there were some days in the winter that was so dark and COVID. And it was just so inspirational for me to sit down. And I mean, I used the standard tarot format, the four suits, the major, the minor and all that. But I made some changes to how I teach. And it really did come out of my program, change the elements, you know, the fire, earth and water instead of the traditional. So there was a lot of writing to do and the book that came with it and all of that. So there is a lot of details that do go into the back part. And it is is definitely a love, definitely is a passion that comes forward and a great way Mm -hmm. of really finding some of that self-expression, especially right now. And I think having the role models of women come forward and International Women's Day, I think it's really important that we really do take that time and honor where we are in society and how even something like this, like how amazing it is and how it can change the generational energy of our own mothers and all the way down to our children. I really do. I think it's such a great way to do this. Yeah. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Definitely. We'll put the links in there and definitely put the Kickstarter links. So yes, if you're not familiar with Kickstarter, 
the beautiful thing about Kickstarter is that we're not just, you know, Rachel's not just asking you, give me your money because I want to do this. It's something that is going to benefit everybody. And you also get something. So what you're doing is you're helping to fund that so it can come into play. And it is a great way to do that. So it is a win-win for everyone. And I will say, just from doing this a couple of times, like, don't hesitate. Jump in, show your support, and go ahead and get the deck so that it can come forward and inspire other women, men, anybody to do the same as well. And even our teenagers are reading oracles these days and they need decks like this for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So Rachel, as I go to kind of round up the show, I always love to come back and ask this question. How do you feel that the work that you've done with messages from her can help to empower the spirit for all of us in humanity right now? Yeah, uh, I think it can really just help you get in touch with yourself. And especially after these last couple of years, I, I feel like so many of us have lost some vibrancy in our our ability to explore and express in the ways that we normally could. So I really, my experience working with the deck is it's it's really helping me get in touch with myself and get me back out in the world and feel excited about what's coming next. I love that. Excited for what's coming next to be inspired. And just like that quote from Madonna, it's like be a trailblazer. Nobody has a patent on creativity. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I wish you all the best of luck with your deck as you put this out into the world to your spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Namaste. Yes. Allow the guidance of Madonna to empower you to be a trailblazer. You are your own experiment. No one has a patent on creativity. Break the rules. Get in touch with yourself. Be your own work of art and let yourself shine. It is time to get in touch with your spirit and what's happening in the world around you. Click on the link for the Kickstarter campaign and get your deck for messages from her. And be sure to share this out to anyone you know that could use some empowering and inspiration in their life. And leave me a review on iTunes. I would greatly appreciate that. Spring is coming. Now is the time to clean up your energy and radiate your light. Thanks again for listening. This is your host, Harry Ann Hyman. To your spirit, namaste. Ready to find your radiance once again? Come join me in my next 21-day challenge where I will help you find that radiance once again so that you can shine your light and radiate it out. It's a 21-day challenge in 21 minutes a day. Come join me.